Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in our guest segment on the Common Sense Show. Thanks for staying with us through our intro. And uh, we really appreciate you being here. As you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And, you know, as my friends say, you can't dodge the Hodge. Well, we're going to try to get some people to dodge what we're going to bring to your attention today. We're going to be talking to Ronnie McMullen. Now, you've heard Ronnie before. He comes on this show about once every month. And and um, we, we kind of like poke holes in the bad guys in their force fields. And we, we really use powers that are graced to us by the Almighty, and we're able to stand up to tyranny if we just know how to invoke these powers. And they hate this. And I love doing shows like this. It's kind of funny. There are two guys that I interview regularly that come on here and we talk about all kinds of things that fit what's going on today. They're, they're kind of like my utility source people. One is Ronnie, the other, as you know, is Paul Martin. But uh, Ronnie is here. We're going to get to Ronnie in just a second. I just wanted to say to everybody, I'd like you to check out my podcast I did um, on strange happenings at the Hodges house. And I'm telling you folks, you need a good VPN to block where you're going on the net. That'll be all made clear in the the presentation. And I'm making this announcement on everything I'm doing now for about a week because people need to be aware of what's happening. Anyway, Ronnie McMullen, uh, you are a fantastic guest. And uh, when you said this is the topic we want to talk about, it went right to a 10 with me because I love this topic. I love powers of the mind. I love positive thinking. So are you going to dazzle us today? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we're going we're to We're going to go deep. <laughs> well, and, 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 well, first of all, well, welcome to the show, too. We're, it's always so good to have you. Oh, always a pleasure to be on the show. Um, I like doing shows like this. I like when people are listening. You know, we, we kind of know all the bad news. That, that we already know. We're kind of getting that. And the people involved in making the bad news become real, you know, I feel sorry for them. I really do. Um, it's one of those things where you just go, well, that's the choice that you made. And, you know, I've made some bad choices in my life too, but, you know, there's a, there's a time that you, you need to make the right choices. And right now we have a lot of people, and unfortunately this is a historic uh, because we don't have just the United States on fire, haha, but meaning and you know upside down, we have the whole world in fear, the whole world, the whole world. You can't just leave the United States and get on a plane and fly to New Zealand and say it's going to be great. You can't just get on a plane and fly to Scotland and go ah, it's fun. You can't just get on a plane and fly to Australia and go ah there we go. You can't even get on a plane and fly to Hawaii and say. Yippee-yay-yay. So we are in a place, um, again, I would say the word would be historic. And it's historic in the sense of fear. And there's people that have put this fear in place for us to shake and shimmy. Unless you know who you are. And that's what I want to get into. We can study what's going to happen, but is it really going to happen the way that we study? And to me, the answer is no. We cannot control what's going to take place. We can we can say, oh, somebody's coming to do this and somebody's going to come to do that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but what if they're not? And what if they do and their mission is blown? There are so many factors in what takes place. So with that being said, you know, and, and it goes with, and I'm going to use some imagery because when you use the words, people go... Oh, you're right. But if you use the words as imagery, 
then it's a whole new ballgame. And the imagery is, is Star Wars. The imagery is not just Star Wars and lightsabers and, you know, kooky animals that are half people and half, even though we do have that underground. But um, the, there's, there's situations when you watch Star Wars and you see how the mind works from the Jedi's perspective through the Jedi religion. Now, that's a religion as they, you know, as Lucas wanted it to be. But where did he pick this up? Everybody thinks that Lucas picked this up just like, I had a thought and I wrote a movie. And I don't agree. You don't write Star Wars and do the finish and then turn around and write the movies following as the beginning. Very rare that somebody writes like that. So is this what we would call a data transfer? A data transfer to write something that needs to be taught, that needs to be learned, that has been learned, that's already been learned? We don't know. But the long and the short of this is basically using the mind to get out of the messes that we get in. So point being is we have fear. What do we have fear of? We have fear of what we can't control. We have fear of, you know, obviously fear and loss. So loss of life, loss of things. You know, we look at the days of Hitler and what they do. They, you know, they took all the stuff away, put people in train cars and camps and, you know, so on and so forth. But is that where we're going to go? Or do we have a strong enough mind to say, stand down? Now, when I say that, we're basically, this is how I look at it in simple terms. Our bodies are holders of energy. Okay, they're just they just contain energy. So if your energy is strong enough, it can overtake somebody else's energy that's not, especially if they're just like a drone where they're just following orders all the time. Those people are actually very weak. That means they they pretty much don't have their own mind. They're follow you know, it's all about orders. You have orders to do this, you have orders to do that. And I think so you don't have your own mind. You can't think of what you need to do on your own. So when we understand these kind of ideas and we use our mind for a power grid, you might say, which is really what it is, and we use that the God within us, now we've been taught separatism in religion for so many years that that's almost what we believe as a whole. That God sits over here on a throne, he has a staff, he's got his little sandals on, he's wearing a white robe, and uh, you know, maybe it's a big throne, maybe it's a small throne. It doesn't make any difference. It's whatever your mind wants to contain. And you bow down and you worship him. Okay? That's separatism. But yet that denies writings that say that God is within you. So if God is within you, now how much more power do you have than the God that's separate from you that you have to go walk over here, bow down, and have a little chat with? And this is the key that... Miracles take place, and they're called miracles for the faithless. Because miracles are really just a knowing of God's power. So if we understand these things, and we put these things into play, and we practice these things, and you can practice them through meditation. I mean, I remember when I was, clear back when, uh, a minister, I remember listening to the Satanists and how they would levitate. <laughs> that was like... Oh my God, they're levitating. Oh, that's really bad. That's the devil made them do it, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. But who says levitating is the devil? Levitating is 
is harnessing your power and your energy. So, and, and the Satanists, maybe they did that. And, you know, I don't, I don't agree with what they, the roads that they go through. But point being is harnessing the energy is not necessarily a devil worship. That's just harnessing the energy and practicing your energy. And I can tell you about all kinds of places that do that. So with that being said, if we can harness energy to levitate, which that's already been proven, what else can we do? What is the possibilities? Because we, we always think our guns are going to be, that's the way it's going to be. Ah, I'm going to grab my gun. But in this time and age, let's, let's use the days of Hitler. Did the guns save anybody? No, because there's always more guns on the other side. The bad guys always outnumber us, always. But they don't outnumber us as a whole. They just do when they take one city or when they take one area. They, they make sure the numbers are in their favor, and they make sure the military uh, arrangement is in their favor so that they basically they have enough weapons to take over and do whatever they need to do. But what if, and this is where I really want to press in. So there's, there's writings that talk about Christ and how the people wanted to get him, how, the, how these, uh, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, they were out to get him. The, the, the Jews were out to get him, you know, um, Pontius Pilate, out to get him. So when they went to go get him to cook his goose, it wasn't until the appointed time. And when they went to cook his goose, he was there, and somehow, and we're never told in any of the writings, he's gone. He just leaves. And he doesn't just walk away. We don't know that. But it's almost like he disappears. So when you understand the depths of our energy work, is it even possible to time travel? Is it possible to not even be at a place that we're supposed to be at? And these things are not practiced because we're too busy being told what we cannot do. And this is something where maybe we need a quick course. <laughs> because if the this stuff ramps up the way that I've heard, where are we going to be? Are people going to come to our doors? They're going to take our guns. They're going to give us a, a vaccine. They're going to do, you know, are people going to do forced whatever? And, and this is where I, I don't know. But I know that our minds need to be strong. What's your opinion, Dave? You're scaring me. <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to get a lot of people say this is satanic worship, but, but it's like technology. Technology is neutral. It's all in how you use it. I mean, you can use a gun, for example, to hunt, or you can use it to murder. And, and I think that these powers basically have the same neutral properties, too, because Jesus used them, too. He turned uh, water into wine and bread into sto or stone into bread. So uh, that, I, I think you're on to something there. Uh, I, I also know, too, that Jesus said, all, all these things I do and you do more, you can do more. Um, clearly, he's saying we're endowed with these powers as well. And because, you know, you can make a strong case from the Bible that these powers would originally come from the Lord, I would see that the bad guys who are serving you-know-who, and they all marched on June 21st, uh, advocating for a one-world government. I'm talking about the uh, national witches all marched for national uh, world government. I think they're afraid of it. I think they're afraid of the power that emanates from the Lord. Absolutely. And, and quite honestly, what I'm saying here is, this is not just because, in other words, if we were to go 
and to some of the indigenous people and show them our technology, they would say that's from the devil. As a matter of fact, they would say that's from the devil. So, and there's many things when I was in ministry that I would go, that was, that's from the devil. That's from the devil. That's from the devil. But it's really because we're uneducated with what there is. And to me, when you have positive energy, in other words, if I, what's, what's the difference between having a gun and going out and shooting somebody that's trying to overtake your, your house now, and that's called self-defense that's considered okay. But if I put my hand out and energy leaves my hand and everybody stops in their tracks, is that satanic? That's the question. It's a hell of a question. Because my way, no one got hurt. I mean, if we take our gun and we go into a shootout and it's at the OK Corral, <laughs> you're not going to win. They're not going to go to house to take somebody and say, okay, one guy, yeah, Joe, you go. You know, they don't know there's five or ten people in that house, so they're they're not going to they're going to come equipped. And ten to one says you're going to lose. And there's going to be a loss of life, whether you get one of them or they get five of you. You know, there's going to be a loss of life. Is that what we're supposed to be? Is that true love? Is that the point of love and God? Because I don't think it is. That's just my opinion. What is? Let, let's flip the question. How would this manifest from the Lord? What would it look like? Well, I'm using a, I'm using a, uh, an example of putting my hand out and they freeze. What if you put your hand out, and I had this actually really happen one time. What if you put your hand out and you were able to extend an energy of love so powerful and this is happening actually in real time with some of the workshops with Dr. Joe Dispenza. People are not talking about the healing that they just experienced. They're actually talking about the connection of the higher source that they just experienced, where they can't stop crying because they can't stop feeling the love. They don't get it. They don't understand it. It's overwhelming. What if those military personnel, whoever they are, you know, black ops, whatever, and you were to extend your hand and energy was released and they were able to feel the power of true love, true energy love. What would happen then? Are they going to shoot you? I doubt it. You're experiencing love. You're completely in tears. You're completely broken. And you're going to shoot somebody? <laughs> Think again. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You just kind of like use your mental powers and sweep the gun away. Um what? Yeah, they're, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna attack you. They can't, love does not attack. Anger, haste, fear, that all attacks. You know, but you but love does not attack. So I mean, this is where we have to start thinking like this because you know, and maybe I'm the odd man out. That's fine, but if we don't start thinking like this in in our meditation in our prayer. Uh, then where are we going to be? Because it could heighten in, in, what's happening in the world today. There is a few agendas going on. I mean, it's it's the big joke. The world's on fire. That's that's not that fun a joke. So how do we manifest this to turn back what we're fighting against? There is no fear in the center of peace. <laughs> I feel like um, <laughs> you're the Dalai Lama, and I'm trying to translate. Okay. 
So there is no fear in the center of peace. So when you come into a meditation, you know, like in, okay, in religion, and, and I'm not trying to, to beat up religion because I spent a lot of time there. But you know, when you go into prayer time, it seems, not always, but it seems like we pray for things to happen and we pray for our own things to happen. Give me this, give me that, give Joe healing, give Bob healing. So even though we're asking for Joe or Bob to be healed, we're still asking God, okay, we're still asking God to do something, to play circus boy. God doesn't work like that. So what if we took our meditation prayer time, sat wherever, quietly, maybe under a tree, if it's too hot, it doesn't matter, in your bedroom, in your living room, your study, and just started focusing not on the past, not on the future, but on the now. The absolute power of right now, right now. Right now we're doing a show, so let's be in the now. How many people are listening? You, know, you start looking at now, what's happening now. And when you're focusing on the now, now focus on being, if God is within us, and I believe that to be true, then that means God's in you. There's a GPS system going on. He's in you. He's not somewhere else going to call you back. Okay, Ronnie, uh, time for you to come home. It's not going to be like that because he's in me. So if he's in me, then he is manifesting the peace, not me. So let him, because it's now. Let him manifest the circle of peace. Now we, as a human, are weak. He is strong. So we're fearful. But if we let him manifest this, the peace, let him manifest that, that absolute peace, and maybe we say, hey, how about some love in there? Then when we sit in that, our fear leaves us. It leaves us. All of a sudden, we're in the now. We're not into what's coming. We're not into who's going to knock on our door. We're not into, well, so-and-so just did this. You know, that, that happened six hours ago. So-and-so just did this last night. You know, all that's gone. We're in the now. Did you know that 90-plus percent of fear never takes place? The things that we fear, 90-something percent, never takes place. Well, here's it's self-reinforcing, though, Ronnie, because if people say, hey, I worried about that, and, and maybe I got ready for it, and because I got ready for it, it didn't happen. So it's self-reinforcing. Yes. Yes. So I, it is just, you know, and, and maybe I'm talking out the side of my mouth, but I'm not. I'm not. I, I you know, I, I don't know why I just said that, because you know what? I'm not. This is something, you know, is, is everybody going to get this? No. Is some people going to be offended? I hope not. I hope I'm not offending you. I'm not trying to offend any religion out there. I'm not trying to offend anybody that believes in God, Jesus Christ, none of that. I'm just saying we got to go bigger. If we serve God, okay, and not everybody serves God. But if we serve God, let's make this bigger. We, we need a big God right now. We, we don't need a small little nothing God. We need a big God right now because the world's on fire. Things are happening and things could progress. But, okay, if we're in that center of peace, what if you felt this, you're in the now, you're in the center of peace, you're in your, you're in your time. What if all of a sudden you felt like, Everything's going to be okay. 
you don't know how you, you didn't get shown the steps. You didn't get shown what to do. You didn't get shown who to talk to, but you just feel like it's going to be okay. Where's that coming from? Cause you were, you started in fear. You started in worry. You started in whatever you went to the center of peace. There is no fear in the center of peace. And when you went to the center of peace, you realize that everything is going to be okay and you don't know. So when I say you don't know, you don't know how you got that, but you know. Now, what are we talking about, Dave? Well, I would say it could be a word of knowledge from the Lord. That would be my worldview. Yeah, you know. You ever had, and tell me this, Dave, tell me, have you ever had something where you know what's going to happen before it happens? You just know? Yeah. Let me tell you a quick anecdote. Uh, my son and I were driving home after meeting my wife for dinner, and uh, he said, Daddy, you look a little tired. Do you want me to drive? And I said, no, no, it's fine. I'll drive. And I had this feeling inside of me. I, I said, well, just in case things happen, son. And I said that. So we make the 30-minute trip, and we get on the two-lane road that heads towards our house in remote nowhere. And uh, this truck kind of pulls over. And I'm thinking, whoa. And then there's a dead guy in the street, really in the, in the road, in the middle of nowhere. Wow. I, I was able to move around and avoid the body. I don't know if my son would have had the same thing, but I sensed there was going to be danger on the way home. Mm. And uh, But you knew. But I knew. I knew. In fact, I verbalized it to my son. Well, just in case something bad happens, maybe I should drive. And and I've never said that to him. He's not a bad driver. He's never had a ticket. So uh, I look at that, and I'm thinking, okay, that's an example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll get feelings that manifest. So what if we are somehow... This is going to stretch you, but you, you'll get this. What if we are somehow manifesting negativity by what we believe, by what we listen to? I think you can invite it in. We is know, it possible to open that door? Well, look at We know that Ouija boards can bring in evil spirits. Yeah. Uh, I would think the same principle would work here. So think about that for a second. If they know that and we watch a program on CNN that's totally bogus, then is it possible that that could open a door for us to have fear and then we think on it and we start bringing it to us? Is that possible? Well, when you get into the field of existential psychology, a lot of the people like Wayne Dyer, the late Wayne Dyer, will tell you, Mm -hmm. uh, where your mind dwells is what you invite into your life. If you think of, for example, what you don't have in life, you're going to invite more of what you don't have. If you have an, atti an, a, an attitude of gratitude and you're thankful for your blessings, you're going to invite more blessings. I mean, this is a really solid foundational belief of the existential psychologist. Mm -hmm. And I used to say, oh, that's a nice philosophy. I said that in my 20s. By the time I reached my 40s, I had lived enough life that I had seen evidence of what they were talking about. Absolutely. So if we can, now let's go big now. Let's go big. So if we can get the whole world to believe a fearful narrative, will it take place? It already has. <laughs> I'll give you an example, okay? My son and I are playing golf about 10 days ago on a golf course, and it's 108 degrees on a golf course. 
and in the cart behind us, playing one group behind us, there's a man in a golf cart by himself wearing a face mask. Oh, geez. In 108 degrees. And and I'll drive down the road, and it won't be uncommon to see people wearing face masks in their car by themselves. Yes, absolutely. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. It's just. It's Is that a fearful narrative that they're believing? Well, yeah. Well, I'll give you the ultimate one, and and my heart goes out to the guy. I'm not making fun of the guy. Um, after another golf outing, my son and I and one of our friends, we were at a hamburger place and we're eating, and uh, the help is all wearing masks as determined by law. But there was a guy in there, and he must have been, if he was a day, he was 85. And he was pulling up his face mask and putting in food. And then he'd pull the face mask down and chew, and then repeat the process. We didn't stay for the completion of his meal, but I would estimate it had to take an hour and a half, two hours to complete his meal. And, and, and God bless the guy that, who, who feels he has to do that, but my gosh, is that, is that fear deluxe or what? It's pretty, it's pretty, and I feel bad for these people that have so much fear, you know, because I go, this is just where they're putting their fear. This is not about them even getting fear necessarily. This is something they already have fear, and this is where it rests. And, and most of the time, and, and this is sad to say, why is the fear resting on health? Because the number one Fear is death. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? Yes, absolutely. So how if we truly are following a loving God, this is where it gets really funky. People might get mad at me, but oh well. So if we're really following a true loving God, why? <laughs> why are we fearing death? It would just mean we're going home. And I don't think the other side is worse than where we're at. So <laughs> I, I just I, don't. I, I tend to agree with you on that point. So uh, in fact, I so think they come from the same place. I, okay. I have an answer for your question. Okay. Um, we're put here. If you, if you take a biblical worldview, we are put here with a purpose to fulfill our gifts and then give our gifts back to the world. To basically sum up chapters of scripture. And uh, we fear death because we're meant to be here. And things are going to happen randomly and sometimes purposely that if we can react accordingly, we can continue our work. And and I, I think it's all about, you know, staying around to serve the Lord until he decides to pull the plug. And that's what a lot of people believe. I mean, he knows the hour and day and the minute and second that you're going to die. And, and I think that we're given these instincts to help us make it to what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, but if we, I, I disagree with that because, not to disagree, but oh well. Okay, we can um, disagree and still be friends. I dis, so <laughs> I, I disagree with that because if we're here for a purpose to do something, then, and, and we're not in control of the time, which we're not, we still wouldn't have any fear. We'd be like, okay, we're going here, we're going to do this, and he'll pull the plug when he wants to pull the plug, that we still shouldn't have any fear about that. Well... Um, you, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, but I'll give you another example. Lose, I think they lose their their way. Yes, we are we're sent here. We have a purpose to do things, and some of us miss that mark and we don't make it, and some of us do. But I think we have a purpose to do our Father's work, and if we really are into doing our Father's work, then it doesn't matter when we leave, and no man like Pilate and Christ 
no man can tell you what's going to happen to your life. Well, let, let's just break down the physiology of a human. We have what's called a fight or flight response. So yes. we get uh, in the face of danger, we can run or we can flee and chemicals enter our body to assist with this. I mean, we can run, flee, or we can fight. And so these chemicals come about. Adrenaline makes you strong. So if you want to do combat, it also increases your endurance if you can run. Cortisol, you know, really gets the heart pumping. You get all these chemical reactions in the fight or flight mechanism that comes out of the hypothalamus. It's hardwired into every human being. Yep. So why would the Almighty make us this way if we weren't supposed to use this mechanism to enhance our survivability? Well, we can use this, but we, we still, it depends on where our belief system is. So that is a natural response, but it, and it all obviously throws our chemistry off. If we just have a bunch of glucose just released into us from the fight or flight, I mean, we're definitely, and we have cortisol released and adrenal release, we're definitely going to be kind of imbalanced. And the only reason we're imbalanced is because if there was a bear attacking you, you need to run very fast and that's your survivability. So you run very fast and you have all this energy that's been put into your system. But right now, there's no bear on our back. The only bear on our back is looking at CNN saying, this is what's going to happen next week. Oh. Okay, so there's no fight or flight in that because we're not survivability yet because we're just watching something, but we're still fearful. And we're fearful of what? Oh my gosh, we might catch the flu and we might get sick and die. We might be on a ventilator, and people that go on ventilators don't make it. Especially when they're contraindicated, I would agree. Uh, here, here's what you're saying, and we're both in agreement on the end destination of your comment. Yes. Uh, we've been sold a bill of fear. Yes. And people have bought into the bill of fear in large numbers to the detriment of our country. I mean, the U.K. had a study that showed the same thing that's happening here. 95% of the victims of COVID are elderly, and they have things that are already killing them. And death is multi-causational, not just strictly COVID. And yep. the vast majority of the rest of the population basically will not succumb to COVID. Most will be asymptomatic, and they don't even spread it that much. That's what new data says that came out today. Now, having said that, we were told, oh, it's everybody. COVID's waiting at the beach. So if you go out on a paddle boat, <laughs> we have to dispo dispatch two L.A. Sheriff County boats to chase you down before you spread COVID. Right. Um, I mean, Might here in the city the of Phoenix, the mayor has ordered baskets in parks locked down. So you can't go in and shoot a basketball. Our net's taken down from tennis. So two people that are 100 feet apart can't volley back and forth. I mean, this That's is insanity, crazy. but this is the selling of the fear. And the fear, so, and, and I'll get right to the point here. Um, it's my operating hypothesis. The Democrats that run most of the big cities and, and blue states they want this uh, shutdown of our economy and economic destruction by exacerbating the fear. So what? So they can get Trump out of office and bring in their own regime. I think there's a piece of that that's true, but here, here's where I'm going with this. So we've been sold the fear, we believe the fear, and we're not concentrating on our time here and what we're supposed to be doing, blah, 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 blah. So what if there, what and, and they'll probably take the video down for what I'm about to say. What if the teaching, the narrative became became the fact that on the other side, when you die, it's all good. And what if we even believed, I'm not saying this is true, but what if we even believe that when you cross over to the other side, in other words, you die, you're able to help fix 
the, the world that we're in for the others left behind. What if that was truth? You were able to help change things for the positive for the people that are left behind, for the people that have not died yet. What if that was, there would be a lineup for people, if they really believe this, there would be a lineup for people going, I don't care if I die. As it is, I have already seen people say, I hope I get this, this virus because then it's done. I don't want to fear it. I'll just jump in and get it. <clears throat> so if that's the case and you don't fear like I, you know, I had a couple just the other day and they told us, they said, you know, we live in surprise Arizona and man, it's, it's happening. We just had young people and, and they went in and you know, the, the, the male died, you know, our friend died and this is real. So, and he was like, we didn't wear masks. Boy, we do now. So, but the key is you can't ask that person, well, did you ever get a vaccine before, a flu shot? You can't ask them that. You can't ask them, is there secondary conditions with your friends? You can't, because that's just morbid to, to, to ask that kind of stuff. So they just get thrown in the fact that this is real. And I'm not saying the virus isn't real. It is real. It's as real as day. But is it overplayed a bit? That's the question. And so what if people were taught that when you cross over, in other words, it's not this bad thing that you lose everything, you die here, you lose your family, you lose this. What if there was something that you knew that you gained by dying and crossing over that was far superior to what's going on here? How would the narrative be then? I mean, because think about it. What's the number one thing that, you, that people fear? They come to your door. You, they, we're going to incarcerate you. We're going to kill you. Those are the two fears. And and they're not going to incarcerate you because you'll still be talking. So they're probably going to kill us. That's what they want. And for me, it's like, and I, I take this back to the Jedi teaching. If you remember when Obi-Wan Kenobi got in the fight, he was taken out and made him more strong. So he leaves this earth, he goes to the other side, but he's more strong. He doesn't lose his power. So why do we think that everything's going to go so bad by crossing over? Interesting question. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> if I did, I'd be writing another book for the Bible. <laughs> well, I just, I just think that, um, you know, the Bible tells us we're not supposed to have fear. So why do we? Because we're lacking faith? Because we're yeah, lacking... You might have a point there. I would agree with that statement. Okay, because we're lacking faith. Okay, but are we lacking faith? Because you'll go get in your car and put the key in it and turn it, and you, you didn't say, well, son, go check the battery terminals and make sure there's gas and make sure the oil's up on it. You, you didn't do any of that. You just walked outside, put the key in it, turned it, and you, your faith is pretty strong. Fired right up. And whether it fires up or doesn't fire up, you still have faith that that car is going to fire. So my point is our faith is not low. It's how we think. I mean, the, the adrenaline that runs the fight or flight, that's how people pick up cars when their loved ones are underneath the cars. But there's also the fact that God's involved in that too. So if we get God involved in our decisions more and start saying, okay, it's not my decision, it's his decision, he is within me, what is, and think about this, the second brain is in the gut, so what is the gut thinking? 
Isn't that funny that I have a gut cleanser? <laughs> oh yes. Oh my we'll gosh. We'll get to that in a minute, and yeah, it's, but, it's but pretty it's, cool. But it's your it's your gut feeling, okay? Some of the biggest freaking business deals are made off a of gut feeling. Guy goes, I'm not signing that. Why are you not signing? It's a good deal. I feel in my gut something's wrong. And he'll find out later. This, 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 this was not there. Oh, I'm sure glad I didn't sign that contract. Why are we not following these things? Why are we not following the within? The within is everything. It is everything. It's what can calm us down. It's what can, it's everything. So why are we not following this? I, I watch Christians read scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What does that mean to you? Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only No, 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 no. What does it mean to you? For God so loved the world. You're back at memorization. Talk to me. What does it mean to have God within? Well, I knew to do this before I... There you go. Now you're talking. I, I knew to, to do this. You knew to do? And the more that we follow that you need to do, it becomes easier and easier, and pretty soon it's just a knowing. Does that make sense? Yeah, They're at the door. There's a knowing. It's going to be okay. Open the door. That That's just my thoughts. I need time to dissect this. <laughs> Some of this is new paradigm stuff for me. Well, it's a little <clears throat> stretching, but it, it, but you know, when, okay, for me, things have failed me. I have even failed myself. And you know, when I fail myself, when I'm not going on the gut feeling, when I'm not going on the God within, well, when I make the God yeah. separatism and, the, and that is, that is always what we have been taught. And that to me is wrong. It is not separate. You know, I was always told the Bible never contradicts itself. Well, go over here and worship God, and yet God is within you. I'm sorry. Those are two. That's an example right there that says something's wrong. I believe God is within. I do. I believe that my whole heart. Now, there's a lot of people who say, I don't believe that. Okay, that's fine. You know, I'm not telling people how to believe. I'm telling people if you're short on energy and power, this is where we need to go. We need to bring it within us. We can't go tap into somebody else because sometimes we do that. We go to a friend's house. Well, we'll go to, you know, so-and-so's house and oh, we'll have a good dinner and that'll be good. And then they say something that you go, oh, wish they wouldn't have said that. So you, you don't get anything out of it. That's the thing that's within. Within always gives us what we need. Always gives us what we need. We just don't always connect, even though it's within us. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and if we did this we don't you know this is the thing you know like I'm going to be weird now not that I wasn't weird before but hey here we go so I go out to my backyard I I call it my zen area and and a lot of Christians are really muffled by the word zen which you should look up the word it's pretty cool but long and the short of it is I'll go out and I'll touch my trees they're like two chromosomes or one chromosome away from us And, and I'll touch the tree I'll say, hi, girl, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll touch her leaves. I won't pull her leaves off. I'll just touch her leaves, and I connect. And same with animals. You know, you look at an animal. I'll have my dogs, and they'll somebody will come to the door, and they'll bark, and snell, you know, and I go, and the person will go, and they'll be, I'll look at the person, and they're just scared to death. 
And I'll go, you know, my dog doesn't bite. Yeah, well, I've heard that before. And, uh, you know, and you know they've been bit. Well, you know what the dog is biting? Dog's not biting them. Dog's biting the fear. My dog knows more about fear sometimes than I do. And I think to myself, if we could identify that, where we would be, we'd be light years ahead of everybody. Most of the people that are, you know, like, you know, when people tell you a certain thing and they give you orders, do this right now. They're doing it under fear. They have the fear and they're trying to transfer the fear. That's exactly what's happening in this world right now. Let's transfer our fear because they and them are so close to their pants being completely not just pulled down, but pulled off them and their butts are going to be in the wind. So they're trying to, there's a big cover up going on for what's really going on in so many levels, so many deep levels. So they have fear. What are they going to give us? Let's give the world a huge, massive dose of fear. We need to be fear less. Well, I would say right now, I would agree with you on one point. This country's not moving towards recovery because we are stuck in fear. I totally agree with that statement. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, some of the religious finer points, I mean, I think we can debate. But, you know, one other thing where people are living in fear, and this is something I'm really concerned about, Ronnie, this kind of bends into what you do uh, with your company. But I, I've read that 18,000 people this year aren't going to get cancer screenings and they're going to die from it. And uh, I've read so much of our health is going uh, to hell in a handbasket because um, of the corona shutdown, inability to get appointments. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but you get the idea of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I know that you work on mastering uh, achieving good health. Uh, so in this time when Americans' health is slipping, clearly it's slipping, um, what kind of advice would you give and uh, what can you do to help them? Well, I got to be careful with what I say, so I'll, I'll be very candid in a different kind of way. Um, because for some reason, they're really going after natural products, which really interesting. You know, you're not selling enough pharmacy, you got to go after the little guys. And so, anyway, it is what it is. That's true. But I've got specials always at getthetea.com. You just go to the front page, you scroll down, there's always specials there because right now people's money is tight. And they got to be careful. But, you know, what are you going to spend your money on? To me, taking care of yourself, getting better, you know, a lot of things help your immunity. Um, what we should really be taking care of, and you'll notice in almost every special I do, almost every single month I do, I'll do the tea with a product. And the reason I'm doing a tea is because the tea is so important for your digestion. Um, you know, people that are, are, are diabetics, Digestion problems, huge digestion problems. Um, people that are taking a lot of uh, pharmaceuticals, you're going to have digestion problems. Um, people eat a lot of meat, digestion problems, and I can go on and on. So this is why we call it the tea that makes you go is because it helps you with your digestion. It helps monitor and keep your digestion in your health zone. And that's where you want to be. Things need to be moving. It's like sending traffic officers down to a traffic jam and saying, okay, we got a traffic jam, let's go. You go over here, move here, move here, and next thing you know, everything's flowing pretty well. 
it's not uh, an abrupt, quick, oh my gosh, you know, everybody in slam jam and getting out of here and uh, you have a quick bathroom visit. It's nice and slow and gets things moving. And when you get things moving, your body reacts better because when your colon and your intestines are cleaned out, it's a lot better life. And so that's why you'll always see the tea. And this month I have the tea with bilberry, which is great for healthy eyes and nice in advance, which is, <laughs> it's a rush. Nice in advance, uh, opens up your, uh, your veins and lets the blood go through. And let me tell you something, sometimes you'll get like a, a little bit, I don't want to say a rash, but just a, a heated sensation. You'll kind of itch a little bit and it just saying that you, you're working and it's really good for lots of stuff that I can't even mention. So that's one special. It's called the blood pump special. That's one. And then our other one's called the supercharged special and it's the tea. And then it also has spirulina, which spirulina is like a superfood. Um, it's an algae, and it's a good algae, and it's so powerful. It's got protein in it. It's got antioxidants in it. It's got all kinds of stuff in it. So when you take both of those together, life is really good too. So we put those on. And if you put Dave in the coupon code, hit apply, you're going to get free shipping. Um, oh, and that's great. That's, that's kind of nice that's too. Great. So. Shipping is on me, so you get three products on the blood pump special, or you get a couple of products on the suit. And then we just have specials, and then we have just regular stuff. If you're looking for, you know, just that immune helper that just helps you keep your immune where it needs to be, Allison Advanced is a rock and roller, and it's really good for your blood as well. Um, so we have all kinds. You just want to go shopping. But if you're looking for a special and you want to try us out, and you're going, hmm, maybe I'll do this. Um, and bilberry is also good for cardiovascular as well. So you're going to get two bottles of that in the tea. And if you go over on the supercharged special, you're going to get a bottle of spirulina in the tea. And both are really wonderful. Well, that's a really good product line there. Can you repeat that offer, though, you're going to make to our <clears throat> listening audience? Okay, so blood pump special, it's 59 bucks, And it's uh, usually 68 bucks. And if you put uh, Dave in the coupon code, you're going to get free shipping. And then we have the supercharged special. It's forty-eight bucks, uh, usually fifty-six bucks. And then the same thing. If you put Dave in the coupon code, don't forget to hit apply. Shipping's on me, and you won't be paying the shipping, and that'll save you too. So, um, and this is a month supply of tea, by the way. It's a month supply of tea, um, and I think on the uh, bilberry and the niacin, those are sixty. So those are um, basically two month supplies. And the spirulina, if I remember right, I want to say it's it's pretty good size. It's I, I might. I can't see it right now, but it's, I think it's 120 count. So usually you take one or two of those a day. So it's, you know, at least two, three months supply there. So it's all good. Um, and most people that get on the tea, they get on the tea. And when I say that they order and then next thing you know, they're ordering every single month because it'll give you energy when everything's moving inside of you. And by the way, that whole thing we are talking about, like a gut feeling, you know, if you're all clogged up and you're feeling like, you know, bloated and full and yeah, you're going to have a really good gut feeling. No. So that means your thinking's different, right? And by the way, let's just talk about thinking for a second. If your brain, okay, like we talked about how fight or flight will affect you with cortisol, it'll affect you with adrenaline and affect you with um, glucose. And so it gets you chemistry off. Okay. So if you starve your brain and you feed it uh, sugar, which is an immune deficiency or um, immune uh, dropper, and if you feed yourself stuff, the garbage, carbs, simple carbs, all that kind of stuff, you're not 
feeding your brain. When you don't feed your brain, your decisions get weaker and they're not as good. They're not as sharp and they're not as quick. So think about these things when you're dealing with the gut or when you're dealing with your brain. Feed yourself organic food, feed yourself salads and feed yourself vegetables. You know, and if you eat meat, that's fine. Eat a little bit of meat, you know, eat, but try to eat some salmon, some chicken and try to have at least a little bit of exercise. Even if you're walking around the doggone block, that's still good because that's going to help your digestion. Most people that have blood sugar problems, they don't have to have blood sugar problems. If they just change a few things, they could change everything. But most of the people, you know, oh, I'm worried I'm going to go have a Twinkie. Well, I understand that, but it's not good for you. Really uh, a very good answer, very good answer. we got about a minute left, Ronnie, and I wanted you to tell people why you got into this. I mean, you're a radio broadcaster. You're kind of a part-time philosopher, as we've discovered today. <laughs> uh, what, 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 just briefly, what, what brought you into developing your own health line? Uh, you know, if somebody would have said this, you know, 15, 20 years ago, that you're going to be this, 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 I'd be like, yeah, you're wrong. Uh, what brought me into it is I got sick. Um, and this lady basically said, you know, I heard about this tea and, uh, you know, and I'm like, I don't drink tea. And, and, and I always have to overcome that with my company because people go, I don't drink tea. I drink coffee. <laughs> well, I can't make coffee do what my tea does. <laughs> but, uh, long and the short of it, I got sick. I tried the tea. I worked with the doctor and the rest is history. My company started. And then I watched as more things happen to me physically, I realized that I need to combat that and there, I didn't find the right things. If you'll notice some of my stuff targets certain things yeah, and there's a reason for that. So anyway, that is because Fantastic. I got sick. Yeah. Well, everybody don't forget, use my name and the coupon code Dave and uh, you'll get free shipping. This is good stuff. I use Ronnie's products. Uh, he uh, sends them to me and, um, and they are helping and I'm not going to get into disclosure here, but they are helping and you can go to his website and, and read uh, all about what they do. And uh, I'll tell you, it's fantastic, Ronnie. Stay away from the feds. They're not your friend. And I want to thank you for coming on here with the Common Sense Show. And uh, and I really appreciate the discussion about fear. I really do. I, I think you're right. Fear has paralyzed this country, and we need to yep. stand up and be bold. And I'd say our president's caught a bad case of the fear as well, too. But Ronnie, thanks for joining us. We've been speaking with Ronnie McMullen from get the tea as in get the tea.com and Ronnie we'll talk to you next time thank you so much thank you bye-bye